of the major points that have been made during this crisis is the importance of shopping locally to support the businesses who are rapidly losing customers. But is there a company that is benefiting in this time? The answer is yes, and the company is Amazon. The retail giant has actually had to employ more people in the past month, and Google searches for its website are reaching holiday levels. In this analysis of an article from Vox, I discuss what this means for Amazon, its customers, and the small businesses around it. But first, let's identify some key terms. The first key term is a furlough. A furlough is usually used as an alternative to massive layoffs and is a short or long-term period of unpaid leave for the employees of a company or government agency that is experiencing adverse economic conditions. Employees of the company will still retain their healthcare benefits if they have been furloughed, but they will qualify for government unemployment benefits if they file for unemployment. The next key term is electric commerce. Electric commerce, or e-commerce, is business done through the use of computers, telephones, fax machines, barcode readers, credit cards, ATMs, or other electronic appliances without the exchange of paper-based documents. E-commerce includes activities from order entry and transaction processing to payment, order fulfillment, and customer support. The third and final key term is a walkout strike. A walkout strike is an industrial action where employees of a company leave the premises of the employer and refuse to return, most often to make a point about company policy or product. Next, I'll go over some key passages I found in the Vox article entitled, Amazon was already powerful. The coronavirus pandemic cleared the way to dominance. The first main passage stated, Attendance at Amazon facilities has fallen as much as 30%, according to the New York Times, presumably a combination of employees who won't risk their health for a paycheck, as well as those who have been impacted by the virus. Workers in at least three Amazon facilities in the U.S. have staged walkouts, including Christian Smalls, an organizer at the company's Staten Island, New York facility. Amazon fired him on the same day he led a walkout, saying he violated a 14-day quarantine that the company imposed after he had been in close contact with a colleague who tested positive for the coronavirus. Smalls believes he was fired in retaliation for his activism. And after notes leaked from an Amazon executive meeting showing the company's top lawyer making derogatory remarks about Smalls and strategizing about targeting him in the media, it prompted tense debates among some Amazon corporate employees. This passage stood out to me as it highlights some of the main issues that customers have had with Amazon in the past that are now being increased. While of course Amazon did have the right to discipline a worker who violated a quarantine, there is still the fact that he was fired immediately after staging a walkout. With attendance dropping in many Amazon facilities, it is probably more important to executives than ever that the workers who do come to work actually do their job. This stress over attendance provides an opportunity for workers to demand better conditions especially during a known global health crisis. But it seems that that is not Amazon's top concern, as we hear from Christian Smalls. The second main passage I found stated, Those closures are dealing potentially catastrophic blows to cash reserves and accelerating trends in consumer behavior that could spell doom for large swaths of brick-and-mortar retail and the 16 million people the industry employs. Nearly 1 million retail workers were furloughed in a single week recently according to the Washington Post, and more than 250,000 stores have been shuttered, according to Global Data Retail. 
Some analysts predict 15,000 retail stores will close permanently this year, which would mark a 60% increase from last year's record closures. This passage also seemed important to me, as it details some of the major blows to the retail industry that have occurred since the outbreak of COVID-19. While there was already a likely uptick in e-commerce, the massive shutdown of physical stores has accelerated this, with devastating effects for the retail industry and its employees. Though many would say that it is better to be furloughed than to be laid off, that does not negate the fact that now nearly one million more workers are now without a job, and are unlikely to get a new one in the coming weeks. Additionally, if as many stores permanently close in the next year as are predicted, that will only mean more people out of work, and more business for e-commerce giants, such as Amazon. The third and final main passage I found in the Vox article states, That infrastructure, specifically the shopping platform and the shipping system, has been strained during the crisis amidst shopping surges and accompanying staffing issues, but it is still intact, and the company is making big decisions with far-reaching implications to keep it that way. One of the biggest was Amazon's announcement in mid-March that it would stop accepting non-essential goods into its warehouses from vendors and Amazon sellers so it could prioritize items from six product categories it deemed essential. That decision may have been the right one, Mitchell said, but she argues that the fact that Amazon can even make a decision that big for society during a pandemic is a problem. Many people would argue that while Amazon is certainly convenient, it has too much power to continue to be unchecked as it is. And while it is true that Amazon's facilities and infrastructure have been strained during this time, the overall power of the company has never been clearer. As the passage states, in mid-March, Amazon made the decision to not allow what they deemed non-essential goods into their warehouses, instead prioritizing items from six categories the company saw as essential. Though this decision may be good in the long run, it does not change the fact that that decision affected many people, vendors and customers alike, and that there was no input from society. Especially in times like these, it seems important to have community support when making a decision as large as choosing what products to allow into a warehouse. When Amazon chose to not ask for input, it was cementing its status as a growing business with maybe too much power. After reading this article, one major question I found was how can businesses in danger of being shut down be helped by the general public? To answer this question, I found that, as in most cases, shopping locally is a good solution to preventing businesses from being shut down. As most large companies, such as Amazon, have large cash reserves and do not really lack for customer support, many small and local businesses do not and are suffering at this time. These businesses are being forced to shut down and lay off workers and may not have a website that they can use as a backup to sell their products. But if they do, it's important to show support, and if you can, use the local businesses near you for your daily essentials, instead of the major corporations that will only stand to profit from this crisis. Finally, I'm going to talk a little bit about how the personal spending habits of my family and I have changed during this crisis. In general, my spending habits have changed in that I am simply spending less money than I was before most businesses were shut down. Instead of meeting friends for coffee or going shopping for new clothes, I am staying at home and using what I have. Beyond that, when I do shop, I try to purchase things from small businesses that have online presences, because I know that they will be struggling during this time. As a family, I know that our entertainment spending has gone up, 
as we now have more time to do board games and puzzles and to rent movies that we can watch. We have also changed some of our food spending to mostly groceries, instead of a mix between buying groceries and eating out. When we do eat out, we just grab takeout from a local restaurant, and so while we are still spending some money on this, it is not as much as before. To conclude, while Amazon is in fact growing during this pandemic, there is still a need to take a step back and assess how the company is being run. Is there really an abuse of power occurring, and if so, how can we stop it? Beyond that, it is just always important to remember to support small and local businesses who do not have the resources to stay afloat of a company such as Amazon.